0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the stack. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And on the stack, we talk about a bunch of comics that come out today. They yes, already dude. come out. It's past they're, tense. It's they're over. Good. They're
2: gone. Uh, they're out of there. They're sold out. They're, they're too late. No, now all you have guys, is our
1: review. Guys, it's not too <laughs> late. Let's talk about our it.
2: Our review is like a, an oral copy of the comic.
0: What? It's, a, it's a record. Exactly. In
2: this post-apocalyptic
0: wasteland. Exactly. It's a
1: way to recap it, which I think you love.
0: Oh, I do love it. And you also love it. And you love it. because because you're listening to it. So let's jump into it. First one from Boob Studios, Ronin Island, number one, by yeah, a good Greg friend, Park. Greg, Greg Uh So this is an original title. And yeah. as you can probably tell from the title of the book, it is set on an island that is inhabited by Ronin and peasants. And mm. some other things get mixed in the way. Things about the world start to unfold as it goes on. Yeah. Uh, but most of it is involved, uh, focused on this race between two kids who live mm-hmm. on the island.
1: Um, I thought this was great. Amazing first issue. Really sets up a lot uh, with this uh, foot race. It kind of gives you so much information. This Greg Pak guy really knows how to write. Yeah,
2: fresh on the scene, Greg Pak. Yeah. uh, Just getting his first beard into the game. (laughs) Uh, It's really exciting. Yeah, I don't
1: know who this guy is, but I'm excited about his future.
2: Yeah, I hope. Maybe he has some comics from his, uh, as he was coming up, that you can check out. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I will say, this was... A surprisingly structured first issue. Yeah. Uh, I really don't think that I've read a first issue exactly like this before. We talked about this, is getting into get spoilers here, but we talked about post apocalyptic books a lot here on mm. the podcast, mm-hmm. and they all mm-hmm. seem to have the same structure where it's like, the world was destroyed by ice cream 20 years ago. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And then there's a conflict the other like Maybe we could get the ice cream back.
2: Who would have thought underneath the Antarctic melt was an ice cream (laughs) volcano?
0: But this is very different. Like, as you said, most of the book is taken up by the foot race. It's very much showing instead of telling in terms of uh, explaining what's
2: going on in the world. The foot race is between two, like the sort of young warriors, one a uh, sort of the the best boy from the island and one sort of an outsider yeah. Uh, woman, girl, uh, who and they are seem to know each other. Maybe there's some romance there. I don't know. Well, don't force romance on them. There I'm not are. forcing it. It
1: seems like you you have an agenda. That you're, you're a very big relationship guy, and you're yeah. trying to push that
2: agenda. No, I'm not pushing people to be involved in romance, but I tell you what, it sometimes happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever put a, two rabbits in a box? I do it every morning before I go. Wow. Over.
0: This reminded me really pleasantly of Avatar The Last Airbender, particularly oh, nice. the beginning of it. Yeah. Because it's the same sort of thing where you're just kind of in this world, and then there's an inciting incident that opens up more of the world, but it's so established up to that point. The characters feel so realized yeah. that you're just kind of thrown in the middle.
2: Similarly, this reminded me of the uh, video game, uh, the old time video game, uh, Legend of Zelda: a Link to the Past, uh-huh. the Super Nintendo uh, Zelda game, yeah. uh, because it was it had that same vibe. Just like simple, like uh, kids dealing with this uh, situation, and all of a sudden uh, the world keeps opening up, and there's a lot more going on. Also, this
0: reminded me. I got to be honest, a little more of Legend of Zelda:
2: Ocarina of Time. Okay, yeah, which okay. is the same story. We only oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Huh. No, there's more flutes in that one. Yeah,
0: there's more flutes. But it does start off with just him in a village, and then it slowly opens
2: up for there. What's well, up with Nintendo and flutes? Huh. They're really pushing flutes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you think about it, When you think about it, it's not even a flute. It's a recorder. I have a question for you. When
0: you got a Wii, did you get the Wii Flute?
2: Yeah, that's the only one I got. Oh, okay. And I tell you what, I really crush it. I'm like if, a we could, if we could
1: get back to the comic book. No, this is important. No, no. When I was in fourth grade, I played
2: the flute, and I was the only boy, and
1: I was also bad at it. Sorry, I'm Ooh. getting the facts. Anyways, uh, what I also liked about this was the fact that uh, characters weren't making kind of like trope decisions. They were making some unique decisions based on what's going on. You would, you kept thinking there was going to be a conflict, and it was, it was smart. It was really yeah. smart the
2: way it unraveled. And to be, let's just say, caveat, Pete has been doodling Greg Pock's name on his Trapper Keeper for so many years that he is fully on board with whatever this man will do.
0: Yeah, if you uh, ship Pocky Pete, this is the book for you. Pocky Pete! No, this is great. This is a really fun it debut. It's very
1: surprising. Definitely pick it up. And um, also the art's fantastic. It yeah. is.
0: Moving on to another number one from Marvel Comics, Beat the Scrolls oh, number man. one. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do you like this, Pete? I, I thought it was going to hate it. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, what a cutesy title, whatever, whatever. But it's actually very enjoyable. I like the perspective that it takes. Now, very interesting.
0: this, to me, feels like a Marvel, not in a bad way, redoing the Vision comic book. Oh, a couple of years ago. Ooh, well, let me throw a,
2: a, a side take on it. I think it's Marvel's version of The Americans, the TV show. Oh, uh, I was uh, going to
1: say it's Marvel's version of Meet the Fockers. Oh, oh,
2: no, I that was say one of those three is very wrong.
1: It's
0: Marvel's version <laughs> of Legend of Zelda uh, Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <I> know,
2: that's <laughs> your review. You're talking about Majora's Mask? Yeah, well, that <laughs> that's is your right. review <laughs> of everything. Uh, no, I, because it's a, it's a family of scrolls who have blended into um, Earth and they are trying to stop uh, this government organization that has this project to find so they can hide there. And there's uh, sort of their boss, their scroll boss, is like, we have to take over the Earth. And I feel like what's going to happen is his family's going to be like, eh, we like Earth. We like it the way it is. We're going to stop this uh, scroll destruction. Did you even read the comic? Yes, I did. Definitely. No, because that's, I'm actually talking not, about what, that's not what happened at all. No, I know. I'm talking about my prediction for the future. Oh, okay. the family will then uh, sort of be in integrate with uh, with Earth and become like on the side of the humans. I completely
1: disagree. Uh, I think there is one character that might be on that side, but the other are so against that and putting their own family member down that I don't see how that could happen. I to get back to it, I think the Americans is an apt comparison <laughs> because, <laughs> as we're
0: pointing out, there's a lot of. Uh, counterfeints and spying and twists yeah. that go on here and different loyalties that are going back and forth. It's a really good setup. It feels like something very different for Marvel. Yeah. So I do hope people pick it up. Yeah. And also, watch. I
2: really liked it. It was a good good read, and it yeah. does feel like a gorgeous different type of story. Yeah, amazing
1: art. I was really impressed with it. Also, it's kind of weird... That, uh, that movie Captain Marvel's coming out that has scrolls in it. And then there's this comic that's also. <laughs> it's like
2: Meet the Scrolls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's weird. And I know it's funny that you have Meet the Fokker saved on your DVR. And so that's a weird coincidence, too. Yeah. I don't know why you how bring you, my DVR into this. Cat, I watch right? your DVR. How do you milk a cat? Is it like. I've got. Oh, that's not scrub. quite the quote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> quite cool. somebody, How do you milk a cat? <laughs> <give> somebody,
2: <laughs>
0: show me where a cat is.
1: Oh man! Wanna, How do you milk cat? You it. should probably see that movie again before you quote it.
0: Uh, okay, so you meet the scrolls like drinking cat milk. Moving on to a book from Oni Press, "Morning in America," number one. Yeah, this is another book from Madeline Visaggio, uh, who we talked about. I'm blagging a uh, calamity, Kate. Yes, from Dark Horse, oh. which is actually still going to come out uh, a couple of weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> so, about Still. That. Happening. But this is delving into spoilers a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is about a group of kids uh, at our school. They're kind of the loser kids, kind of the drug-selling kids. And there may be some sort of thing coming that is going to destroy the entire world.
2: There's kidnappings happening in town. Right. Uh, kids yeah. are vanishing, and the police are surprisingly not interested in solving right. it. Yeah. Uh, so that makes me think that that cop is up to something there. But yeah, it is. Uh, this was fun, though. I liked the, the way it was laid out you get to like meet the kids for a while first know there's something bad happening but it's not all like it, they, you're given enough information, but it's not all blown out in the first
1: Also, issue. I really like the voices of the kids. It really felt like, you know, sometimes when you read, like, a teen drama, it doesn't really feel like the voices of kids. I really felt like they did a good job of getting their voices. I usually don't like books like this, but I was actually impressed with this book. Yeah,
0: nice. the cover pays tribute to They Live, but to me it feels a little more like The Faculty or something like oh, that. interesting, yeah. uh, In terms of there's clearly something super bad and maybe supernatural happening below the surface. Uh, they talk about Alien invasions a little bit, uh, but it's a fun riff on that. I'm really excited to see where it goes next. Yeah. All right, moving on to a DC comic, Doomsday Clock number oh boy. nine. Now this wow. is a big issue of this yeah. book. Woo. Every single hero in the DC universe, except for the ones that have been knocked down for the count, go to Mars to confront Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. I was about to say Mister Manhattan.
2: No, good. that's but they, that's you. They go. That's me. I'm Mister Manhattan. Maybe <laughs> let's roll some dice. Mr. Manhattan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate
2: your branding. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for that's saying it again part. at the end there. Uh, that's me.
0: So they all go to confront Dr. Manhattan. Uh, so finally we get that big reveal of him and his powers and everything that's going on. We get much more clarity about what's been happening in the background with the Superman project, the superhuman mm-hmm. project that has ripped the world of the DC Universe in half. How would you feel about this
2: one? Uh, I like th- I like this issue. I mean, my complaint about this series throughout has been like you're being so coy with information that we don't know how to read this. Right, and they're slowly revealing a lot of information, but they still aren't telling us enough yet. And yeah. it's, it's one of those books, and this happens a lot where like you f- when you find out the big reveal at the end, the whole story makes sense, but it makes it hard to enjoy. Especially nine. What is this? The ninth issue? Nine consecutive issues of this being this way. But on the other side, I love the Firestorm uh, stuff. I love Firestorm's one of my favorite characters that we never really see. Good Firestorm origin commentary. I like the way being inside Doctor Manhattan's head is cool. Just yep. it's written well. It feels like the original Watchmen. Um, yeah, that's my take. No dog
0: though. No dog. That was a bummer.
2: Well, but someone talks about how he has dogs. They do
0: talk about his dog, and they curse a lot. Guy Gardner. Finally, all the bleeps take it off.
2: Yeah, finally. What I've been waiting for. I feel like that might be the reveal. Is the bleeps are fully off? Oh,
1: bad. Uh, Yeah. So this, it's a little maddening uh, because you don't know as much as you would like, uh, but also very interesting. And uh, yeah, I. I was less angry after reading this one than I have in previous issues, hmm. uh, but I definitely had to kind of reread things a little bit to get it. Uh, Did you like how Batman's whole thing
2: was trying to send a text and it didn't go through?
1: Yeah, dude, I've been there, man. We're oh just God. getting the three dots. Were you on the train or something oh, like that? Yeah, no, the three dots
0: is somebody's not responding to you. Right.
1: Or they are responding to
2: you, technically. Right.
0: They're responding, <laughs> but they don't want to say anything.
2: But <laughs> well, They're writing something off.
1: <laughs> sure. The three dots. The worst well, is you get like the three dots, and then they go away. They're like, yeah. oh, they just—they're not. And upset. then they come
0: back for a little bit, for like a couple of hours, and then finally, several days later, it's like, lol. Yeah. They're like, what well, was the <laughs> fucking big deal? Just text me, you know. You need
1: to put your phone
2: down a little bit. Uh, Why are you watching that? Who are you I waiting for? Text in from? weeks.
1: <laughs> in weeks. Wow. But yeah, I I also liked his curiosity with the ring and magic. That was really cool. Yeah. Good take on. Yeah, him.
0: it's it's interesting to finally see. Like we've seen some of the other Watchmen characters interact in the DC universe, but mm-hmm. this feel, felt like it was on a very different level, at a much yeah, yeah. more interesting level. Uh, also, we had a big reveal about why all this is going on, and big spoiler, but basically, he took Alan Scott's lantern and moved it five feet away.
1: Six yeah. feet, I think uh, it was six. six feet, feet away? Yeah. Mm,
2: okay. a good big difference. Uh, whatever it is. Maybe in the dimension you read it, it was six. <laughs> and Alex, it was five.
0: And so I think what we're talking about and what Jeff Johns is playing with here is the idea of little changes having big impacts the yeah. butterfly effect in a
2: sense uh, definitely and uh, we've seen um, dr Manhattan be manhattan but have we seen him be a doctor
0: oh that's oh, true that's wow. what i'm hoping for i would love to see that in the last issue yeah his lives his
2: loves his healing is he a medical doctor or is he more of like one of those fake doctors
1: he's an uh what are you he... talking about like dr dre <laughs> he's a paradox no. <laughs> what is dr dre's degree Anatomy. Doctor of Music. Oh okay, good. Wait, what?
2: <laughs> what about Dr. Teeth? Is he a doctor? I don't know who that is. I would think he's a dentist. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's not, though. <laughs> he's, a he's a doctor. A he's a Wow, that's he's, fucked well, up. Weird. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's Doomsday Clock. Moving on <laughs> to an image <laughs> comics book Deadly Class, number 37. Now, if you are a fan of Deadly Class, you should definitely check out our Deadly Class podcast, Deadly Cast, available in its own podcast feed. Indeed. <laughs> but this is where it all started, where it all came from. The comic book, Beats Raising His.
1: Which means it's question time with Pete LePage Yeah guys let me ask you something Uh, Are you enjoying the comic More now that the show Is out uh, I didn't read the comic before the show came out, so, so I definitely yes. am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely.
2: It was a void in
1: my life that has been filled. Ooh. Wow, because I, I am. I've I've read the comic before the show, and now I'm really kind of enjoying the comic more uh, while the show is going on. It's kind of at, which is new because usually it's like either the comic's inspired by the show and then you know it kind of messes up the comic a little bit, or you kind of well, wonder. you had that
0: experience with the Grey's Anatomy comic where you were like. <laughs> You're kind of enjoying it. Then you started yeah. watching the show for 14 seasons, and then you came back to the comic book. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Gray's Academy 1000, issue 1000 is going to be really exciting. Oh, man, They're going to tie together a lot of threads. Yeah, that's going to be pretty No, I'll tell you what, that it makes a lot of sense for that show to be comic book based because those people are fucking dying every minute <laughs> <laughs> and barely surviving. I don't know what you're talking about. Never watched it. Great. Deadly it
0: Class, though. So Saya is on, the well, not on the run until the end of the comic book, but she has been captured uh, by her gang, which has been taken over by her evil brother and slowly she's taking it back. This issue is great. Like, so
2: good. The art uh, is so good. Wes in this Craig.
0: Work. Yeah, Wes he's, Craig. The way that he draws action, the way that he draws, uh, exaggerates characters is fantastic. Yeah. And on Rick Remender's end, the way nobody writes evil fucks
2: the way that he does. Yeah. <laughs> so good. You know, like the most evil people in comics. Where does he get all these dark thoughts? Mm, where uh, does he get these wonderful toys? Exactly. Uh, I The twist at the end, was fucked up, yeah. and oh, yeah. it was really good and surprising. Yes, it's rare. Good. I feel rare. I'm surprised rarely, and this is a good. Uh, what I would good say surprise. is,
0: this is one of those issues that it connects to bigger things with the title overall. But if you are enjoying the TV series, you could probably pick this up and yeah. get right into it and understand what's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's great. It's absolutely really great. fantastic. Moving on to another Marvel comic book, Domino Hot Shots number one. Now this is picking up kind of where the Domino series yeah, left off. With the same crew. Yeah, it's the same crew, adding a couple more, including Black Widow and others. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a ton of fun. Yeah.
2: I've been reading the other, do, the original Domino title, and it's great. Uh, Gail Simone writes Domino really well, and I love the way she... The characters who Domino has gathered around her are really interesting, and they all serve a role that I think is great. Um, and you really feel how much Domino cares for each of them in each issue.
1: Yeah, also, I really liked the kind of... Black Widow juxtaposition to Domino and uh, how, like, Black Widow would need Domino and value her. Uh, And I thought it was really cool the way they met and the test and all that kind of stuff. That was pretty neat. It's an interesting mix of characters that you wouldn't necessarily expect or even necessarily
0: know. You know, some of them are super obscure, but they all have distinct personalities. They're all there for a purpose. The enemy is super weird. Yeah. yeah. Super Kirby-esque and strange, which I really enjoyed a lot. Uh, This is a great title. You should definitely
2: pick this up. Definitely.
0: All right. Moving on to another image book died number four we've been loving the series from Kieran gillen yeah. uh this is about a bunch of kids who were in a role-playing game style land uh horrible things happened to them they left for decades now they're stuck back there again and exploring the land uh this is the issue that takes place at the inn. basically like this is exploring yeah. the typical fantasy inn. Another great issue of this book.
2: I I want this comic to just run for... Since The the Wicked and the the Divine is sort of uh, ending, I want this to be the next thing that uh, it just runs for a long, long time.
1: This was my favorite issue. Oh, really? Especially the way it it ended. I was like, yeah! Uh, Yeah, because to me, as someone who doesn't play uh, Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that as much, like... It just always seemed, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, it just always seemed weird uh, that the way, like, someone else sets up the rules and then everybody else has to follow them.
2: Well, you got to follow the dice, like Mr. Manhattan. Roll the dice. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Mr. Manhattan. Great. Oh, man. Where's the game this week, by the way? (laughs) The the dice game? On the streets of Manhattan. Come and find me, Mr. Manhattan. (laughs) Oh, God. This is a great bit. Uh, Not a bit. Wow real. Mr. Really? Mr. Mr. Did you Manhattan? play
0: uh, Zelda, Mr. Manhattan?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Legends of Zelda, Mr. Not, Manhattan? Funny enough, I have not. Uh-huh. I got oh, to check that out. out. You, really
1: you, really you live it. You I don't play really it. You. You'd like it. Yeah. But <laughs> I, yeah, I really love where this is going. Uh, to me, they did a great job of like picking up steam to this issue. And I'm very excited to see where this goes from here on out. Because I was kind of like reading it and very, very much enjoying the choices they were making, the artworks maze balls for This completely shifted into another gear with this issue. Awesome. Very cool.
0: Moving on to another Marvel comic book, Amazing Spider-Man number 16HU. Now, got to love that numbering structure. This takes place after issue 16. As we all know, you go to the number 16, then the number HU, and then the number 17. What? So that's how it
2: works. What Uh what
1: do you mean? What does HU mean? Uh, It's short for Hunted. Oh, okay.
2: But this is an additional comic. Right. There's a 16 and there's a 17, and this exists between the two.
1: Right. Okay. It was also weird that it was called Amazing Spider-Man, but it's really Amazing Black Cat.
2: Uh, sure. I, so, <laughs> all of that um, sort of clunky uh, setup aside, this was a whoa, great...
0: Whoa, 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 We practiced that for I don't hours. mean your setup was
2: clunky. I mean the fact that when you're like, hey, uh, comic book retailer, what is this comic? They have to be like, well, here's what happened. I Spider-Man? No, okay. Hunt right, you right, Thanks for not
0: Black making fun
2: of me. I would never. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> that, that's not that's the Mr. Manhattan way. No, Mr. Manhattan. Nice guy. Mr. Manhattan. Oh, god. This was... Was a great issue. Uh, Nick Spencer's writing this, and the Black Cat has sort of a weird uh, continuity. She was made evil, I think, in a crossover, in the same way that Havoc was made evil. Oh, was she? I think so. No,
0: I think the idea was that when Spider-Man erased, uh, I believe no, that's magically. What, that's the
2: the yeah, way that it's made that. in the issue. Yeah. But I think that was an uh, an extension of.
0: They talked about that in the Amazing Spider-Man run. Uh, that uh, she, what was they called? Reversals or whatever it was. Uh, twist No, it's definitely
2: not that, (laughs) but something (laughs) still. uh, Oh, goof around.
0: Uh, If I remember correctly, I think it was just because Brian Michael Bendis wanted to turn her into the queen pin of crime. Right. And that's why she became
2: evil. Whatever it was, I never, I never liked that. Black Cat is always sort of like, she is Spider-Man's Catwoman uh, at the end of the day. What? (laughs) And, uh, right on the, right there on the nose. And, uh, uh, this was such a great uh, explanation and exploration of that sort of continuity, uh, forced continuity on her that she was evil. And now she's good. And it's because she had these great memories with Peter Parker and lost them. And now they're coming back and she's feeling those feelings she had for him. I loved it. Yeah. yeah and of course of you love it. have
0: been reading Amazing Spider-Man. What's going on is that Craven is going to be running this insane hunt working with actual hunters uh, and arcade to create a bubble over New York City. He's going to release all of the animal-themed supervillains in there and let regular people hunt them to death. So that's the setup there. Uh, this is yeah. playing in between pages of issue 16. i will show you a couple of things that are going on with other characters and illuminate a little bit more of the plans that Craven has going on. Uh this crossover is great. I was not expecting a lot as they were leading into yet another Craven story, but this is so bananas over the top and weird. It feels to me like maximum carnage, except with Craven and I kind of love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I actually really like this issue as well. Uh, it was cool to kind of get uh, Black Cat's kind of take on everything, and uh, I like what they're setting up for her and Spider-Man moving forward.
0: Moving on to another Image Comics books,
1: Unnatural Number
0: Eight. Now this is uh, we reviewed the first issue of this, right? right? That's right. Uh, so the idea of this book, it takes place in a world where there's a bunch of animal creatures. What are you? Lo- what are you doing, Pete?
1: Why are you? You looking know right? why I'm looking at <laughs> you. Yeah, like I know. Why it. Yeah, looking, exactly. Right? You know what he's into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, really oh. Love, you love the weird oh. sex stuff, man. <laughs> no, that's you not what it's about. Yeah. It's not that's what That one is about some weird No yeah. Listen.
0: We talked about it with the first issue, though. <laughs> the idea of the book is uh, it, it takes place in a world where uh, these animal-human-type things are only allowed to marry inside of their species, uh, and our main character, who's a pig, uh, finds out that she's having weird uh, I don't know like how what do you, kar- well, How would
2: you say? It? <laughs> yeah, you just well, yeah well, dreams, I would just, just regular, dreams. you know, yeah, dreams. regular dream. Yeah, yeah, regular dreams. for a twelve-year-old boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Alex. This you don't store this comic in a bag and board. You just hide it under your mattress. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where the best, yes. safest place to save save it.
0: I've been reading this... Uh, of course. Com- uh, yeah, we <laughs> know you have. Yeah, there's a reason it's a I've been yeah. reading this. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, this title has actually been building up this intensely <laughs> complicated... building up! A dead- up! Very intensely dead- complicated <laughs> mythology going on behind this world. Uh, it's been very interesting to delve into... Yeah, <laughs> different <it's> very- shut <laughs> up! Yeah, there's no- the <laughs> no different social talking. factors no that it's appraising. <laughs> Just Pete's laughing hysterically right now. Well, this is like <laughs> the telltale annoying. heart
2: where... <laughs> Alex hears his beating heart, but it's about his like weird sexual oh, fantasies. Oh
0: the art's really good in this book. The story's really good in this book. This one really blows it open. Into- Shut up!
1: <laughs> <laughs> God You're, damn it. It. You're God doing it. You're it. <laughs> we didn't even do anything. Uh, oh, in terms
0: God. of uh, what has been going on with the plot, it really changes things. It's the end of the second act. I'm really enjoying this book. You guys can fucking die. <laughs>
2: How much are you enjoying? It? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I,
0: it's pretty explosive, <sighs> honestly. Yeah,
2: uh, I, I mean, mm. this comic, as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, but it is, you know, it's interesting. Uh, the art is uh, very anime, uh, which I think feeds into why we think it's a pervy uh, Alex thing. Yeah. Um, or just, I guess we call that an Alex thing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, the premise is fun, and I don't know what's happening because I haven't read the other ones Um because I have a different sexual fetish than Alex. Yeah.
1: Oh man, this is weird. Uh, but you know, I kind of uh, I understand what's happening, and you know, you're rooting for the main character to kind of make it out of this thing without you know too much weird stuff happen to her. Uh, but yeah, I it's cool. Yeah. Listen, this is
0: this is a European comic, you guys, and
1: they just That's cool Alex. <laughs> I think they just think, uh, different. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Yeah. Wow. You're yeah. so a more you're so open European about these sort of things. Yeah, man. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever
2: you're into, man. Uh, we should say Alex is wearing like very loose fitting <laughs> shirts, uh, like no, parachute no pants. pants. Yeah. Um, brace um, smoking a, a over here. Yeah.
0: This book is very good. Definitely pick it up. We all agree. Last one we're going to talk about for DC Comics. It's a last issue, Green Arrow number fifty. Oh man. Uh, now I got to be honest. I have not been keeping up with this book very well.
2: Me neither.
0: I like this issue a lot. I thought this was very well done. This is uh, Green Arrow. He's been given a box by John Johns that seems to have some sort of key to taking down the Justice League. Uh, Everybody is trying to get the box. He's trying to protect the box. There's a big reveal at the end and then another big reveal, but it wraps up this phase in Green Arrow's life. Uh, And I thought it was a really good story, particularly if you're a fan of the character.
2: Yeah. Uh, Obviously, I'm a huge Green Arrow fan. I'm sort of the resident Green Arrow guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're always watching the show and talking about it and stuff. What's that? <laughs> Supergirl. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I feel like Green Arrow is more of a comic book character. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where we really have time to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the art I thought was great in this book. Um, I didn't buy Black Canary and Green Arrow fighting so much. Yeah. Oh, really? I was like, she sort of it seems like he's, she's going to get him killed at that point. And they are a couple.
1: They, they were love each a couple they kind of you know yeah. they have their ups and downs Relationships. like yes. Yes. Oh, other day. oh an on again off mid, again I, I agree with you <laughs> what i
0: took away from it though is it probably would have made a little more sense if we read the previous couple of that's issues that's definitely true leading yeah.
1: up
2: to it like um, a lot of things in life yeah know yes. what you're talking I, about I, I
1: loved it i really <laughs> liked the choices and also it was Very cool. I really like the ending. You know, Green Green Arrow as a character kind of struggles and sometimes has misses. And this was kind of like a great kind of summary of the character with those last couple of panels, uh, you know, so close yet so far. I can relate. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I just feel like it's uh, a really good book and, you know, it's sad to see it kind of uh, end, you know. No one puts Arrow in a corner, Pete. Okay. Except for you. With your arrow corner. Ah. (laughs) Right.
0: All right, guys. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by. We'll chat about... I don't know Green Arrow or
2: something yeah, Whatever Alex Wants to talk about yeah. <laughs> And whatever I think we y- know What well, that's gonna be
1: What else do you wanna plug Pete? Front us on Facebook So you get to know About the amazing guests We have on our live show Follow us on Twitter At Comic Book Live
2: Check us out At Comic Club
0: For this podcast and more And we'll see you At the video game store For picking up Legend of Zelda <laughs> Breath of the Wild
1: oh, good Yeah Wow